Welcome to Top Deck Insight, our podcast on all things Magic the Gathering. I'm Sam, followed by my co-host Josh and Sarah. We're three friends who love MTG, and we've created this podcast to share our experience with you. If you like what we do, you can find us on Twitter and YouTube at Top Deck Insight. We also have a website, topdeckinsight.co.uk. Now let's get into the episode. Hi guys, welcome back to Top Deck Insight. On today's episode, I thought we could talk about some new formats that we found. Yes. However, first, Josh, you've watched a bit of the Strixhaven Championship. Uh, I, I, so I, I normally really like watching um, like the Pro Magic scene. Uh, at least some of the games, some of the key games, or you know the games with the pro players that uh, I like the most that I do tend to watch um, I didn't watch any of the Strixhaven Championship uh, which I think says something I think I'm not sure what exactly like why I'm not interested in watching it this time around uh, I, I think it could be that there's kind of um, a general apathy building in the pro Magic the Gathering scene uh, that is resulting in it just not being as appealing to the kind of like, I was interested in watching it, but not super invested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess you could call me a casual pro. Pro. <laughs> um, like, I take a very a quite casual approach to a professional Magic the Gathering, which is not very casual <laughs> at all. Um, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I, I, I just, I don't know, I wasn't that interested. And having seen a few pros talk about it on Twitter, uh, I, I, quite a few pros... Uh, that didn't do very well in the competition tweeted something along the lines of uh, I didn't do very well uh, and you know I don't really care you know that it is what it is I'm just not really feeling pro magic at the moment I'm pretty disenfranchised uh, with just because of the state of pro magic with Mm. the recent announcements that we've talked about in previous episodes uh, and them not really being sure what to expect from the future. I think that that has had an impact on the community in such a way that, yeah, it, it's um, and probably exactly as Wizards have planned. It's causing me to lose interest in Pro Magic. Like, if, if Wizards don't care about Pro Magic and the pros don't care about Pro Magic, it's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's just not... Uh, yeah, there's, it, it's very difficult to... Um, generate hype for something that is dead <laughs> yeah. that, and, and yeah. that, that everybody knows is dead yeah and it's been like you know everyone the general consensus is that everyone kind of memes wizards for how badly they handle these kind of tournaments because mm-hmm. you know they still haven't en- en- enabled like a spectator mode they still have to ask the pro players to share their screen so they can stream it and I just think that's so so low quality mm-hmm. yeah it's probably yeah like i think someone mentioned it's literally the only esport that's out there that would do that and yeah they have <clears throat> they have shown very little interest in trying to i guess promote or make it make it good 
like it's just been poor unfortunately and i think that reflects everyone's kind of mood and attitude towards it like you can clearly see there's a lack of effort they put in so why should why should people want to watch it Mm -hmm. and that's as simple as it is unfortunately okay so moving on from strixhaven championship i think we should talk a bit about some of the new modern horizons 2 spoilers Mm -hmm. do you guys have any particular cards that have piqued your interest since last week so i don't know about any cards that have actually been revealed in the last week but definitely there have been some cards in modern horizons 2 that we haven't talked about on the podcast that Mm -hmm. i'm interested in um because we've talked about some cards that would be good for edh i think yeah um but we also play a fair amount of pauper and Mm -hmm. we haven't talked about cards that are coming in that are great for pauper and there Mm -hmm. are some really really exciting ones so one of my pauper decks is um affinity and I change the colours around a lot. Sometimes it's four colour, sometimes it's Grixis. I think it's Grixis at the moment, sometimes it's Jeskai. But it is Affinity with Atog uh, and Fling. Uh, it's base blue-red, isn't it? Yes, it's yeah. always got blue-red. Uh, and sometimes I have white for Thraven Inspectors and uh, things like that. Sometimes I have black for Priest of the Vaults, I think is what it's called. Um and uh, sometimes I have like Carapace Forger in green so I, I play around the list a lot but it is an affinity deck um, and there are some really oh really good additions to this deck coming chef's kiss yeah chef's <laughs> kiss uh, coming in Modern Horizons 2 one of them is Sojourner's Companion so let's get that up that's that. That's the one that's just a strictly better mirror enforcer isn't it mm-hmm. it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty cool mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah. He's very excited about these cards. Uh, so Sojourner's Companion is a 7 mana 4-4. Four, four. It's colourless. It's an artifact creature. Salamander. Cute. Um, 7 mana 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. Uh, and you must think, but that's terrible, Josh. <laughs> what, a, what, an, what an understated creature. Oh my god. Well, let me tell you. Yes, it is an understated creature. Uh, but it has affinity for artifacts, which means that it costs one less to cast for each artifact you control. Mm-hmm. And it has artifact land cycling too. So you can pay two mana, discard this card, search your library for an artifact land card, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle. So um, the affinity decks in Pauper uh, play Mirror Enforcer as a top end threat, which is a seven mana 4-4. Four, four. Exactly the same as this. Um, this card, it, it's it's Mirror Enforcer with this artifact land cycling ability. Mm-hmm. So it's strictly better. Yeah, mm. It's a strict upgrade to an affinity staple in Pauper. That's huge. Yeah, yeah, it is. And also, the artifact land cycling, does that? it's not basics, right? So you can fetch the next card you probably want to talk about. Yes. Is. Yeah. <laughs> you might ask. You might ask. <laughs> what would you fetch with this artifact land <laughs> cycling ability? Well, uh, there is a cycle of cards being printed called the Bridges. Uh, and they are all artifact lands. They're all of the colour pair. So there's ten of them, one for each colour pair. They all enter the battlefield tapped. And they're all in- indestructible. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And this is just so chef's kiss Mm -hmm. for the affinity decks. Because, as I mentioned, I play around with the colours all the time in the affinity decks. Now with these lands, with these duels, four colour is just 
so much more viable yeah. than having to pick which three color option you're going to go with. They are just artifact lands, which means you can uh, you can artifact land cycle your Sojourner's Companion away to fetch one of these. And they're indestructible, mm -hmm. which is just unbelievable. Yeah. It's so good. Um, the only indestructible artifact land, uh, artifact land that's legal in Pauper at the moment is um, Dark Steel Citadel, Citadel yeah. I think. And that which, adds colourless. Yeah, adds colourless. Um, and one of the best ways to combat Pauper affinity is to go after its lands yeah. by using something like a gorilla shaman or any kind of artifact destruction. Yeah, artifact destruction destroying lands is, is super good. Yeah, yeah, super good. It's it's really, really powerful. And these are indestructible tap mm -hmm. two colours. Yeah. Like, I just... I, I, this is such an incredible... And, and, and of course, they're commons. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're going to be really cheap and they're such an, a, a great printing for pauper affinity especially, mm -hmm. but also any EDH artifact-based deck. Yeah. He's probably going to really want these lands, like yeah. they're, they're they're artifact lands, and the only artifact lands that we, I think we've seen before this are the, 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 the monocolored ones. Yeah, the monocolored yeah. ones, like um, Vault of Whispers and uh, yeah, uh, and I can't remember what and the other ones are. Those aren't indestructible. But, yeah, they're not indestructible. They tap for one color, um, and they're fairly expensive now for mm. what they are because they've not, not been, been printed. printed for a while. Um, they're a little bit pricier, but these I think will be newly printed, super cheap and indestructible. Now, just like it's so good, Pretty good it's, yeah. it's really, really, it's a really great power up for the pauper affinity strategies. Yeah, a lot of pauper like meta sideboarding will tend to run artifact destruction for affinity. Um, so these lands are gonna, you know, we're gonna have to find other ways to deal with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can't can't destroy their lands anymore. Like, yeah, so unfair. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks. Um, yeah, there's no downside really to no, playing no. these cards. There's, there's no, I mean, they come in tapped, so the deck's a bit slower. But ten, that's generally the thing with pauper. Like, yeah. tap lands are good because it's, it's pauper. A slower format. Yeah, uh, th there is a lot of artifacts in this set. There is more affinity being printed, things like lens flare, and then there's a lot of cards being printed that aren't necessarily artifacts or affinity, but care about it. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything else you plan on picking up, or was it just those? So, I am going to experiment with Lens Flare. Uh, I think... Mind, may I remember what that does? So, Lens mm -hmm. Flare is four on a white for an instant that has affinity for artifacts. Okay. Uh, Lens Flare deals five damage to target attacking or blocking creature. It has affinity, so you can cast it for one white. It's an instant, which we love. Mm -hmm. uh, and it deals five damage, which is... Mm -hmm. Big enough to take out a Gurmag Angler, which is mm -hmm. the kind mm -hmm. of the big payoff card in, in Pauper. In Delver. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you see Gurmag Angler a lot. The five damage is just super, super relevant. Okay, that's interesting. Um, and then finally, I think I am going to pick up uh, Foundry Helix. So Foundry Helix is one red and a white for an instant. Uh, as an additional cost to cast this spell, sacrifice a permanent... Foundry Helix deals four damage to any target. If the sacrifice permanent was an artifact, you gain four life. Yeah, that's mm, really good. That is really good. Yeah. It's a good burn spell. It's a really good defensive spell really for good affinity. Anti-aggro. Yeah, yeah, because every single one of my permanents is probably going to be an artifact. So really good against aggro. Uh, but also, you know, it's it's a good burn spell. Three mm, yeah. mana uh, and you're sacrificing a permanent but. If but, you're sacrificing yeah. like an equal wellspring, then it's just upside. You draw another yeah, card. Yeah, a lot of your artifacts generally they're just there for like they're, they're, they're cheap in one mana. And yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, they're, they're designed to be sacked to an ATOG or anything anyway. If you sack an artifact to an ATOG, uh, it adds two power yeah. to your ATOG. <laughs> which effectively, let's say you've just uh, you've you you swing in and your opponent hasn't blocked your ATOG, you can sacrifice an artifact and add two damage. Mm -hmm. This allows you to sacrifice an artifact and it's four damage. Yeah. So the the artifact sack to damage ratio is better with this card. Yeah. Then uh, there's the upside that you're gaining four life. The downside is that it costs you another three mana. Mm -hmm. But the fact that ATOG doesn't cost you any mana to trigger. Uh, yeah, makes this. Uh, it's really good. Yeah, it's really mm -hmm. versatile, mm -hmm. and I, I do want to experiment with this card for sure. Um, and that's it. Uh, I haven't even looked at whether there's any cards that are going to be good for Delver, mm -hmm. uh, which is the other pauper deck that I play. Yeah, I only play mono green in pauper, and mm -hmm. I, I would assume there's some things, but the the, the list is so the the well, list Quirion is Range is being reprinted. Right? Yes. yes, so that is something I can pick up because I'm currently proxying that because it's quite expensive. Um, and it's being printed at uncommon, uncommon in this set, uh, which should make it really cheap actually. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, I mean it's being reprinted. Yeah. So. Looking forward to picking up those Quirion Rangers. Um, so yeah, definitely get those. And then yeah, the the mono green deck is revolved around that power two kind of clause because it has the removal spell that yeah. is. Um, you know, if it, if the creature has power to give it plus two stuff like that, so we'll I'll, I'll probably look through it and I haven't actually looked through it for Pauper, but yeah, uh, exciting stuff for yeah. Affinity at least, and uh, for sure, yeah. And yeah. I think for Pauper in general, this is an exciting set. Yeah, um, it could be meta warping uh, this set yeah, for Affinity Pauper, so definitely keeping an eye on it. I don't know if anything cool. will ever topple Tron. In, no, uh, Tron seems paper. really powerful, and mm -hmm. so does Burn actually. I, think I saw Burn a tweet really uh, earlier this week from Saffron Olive, the guy mm -hmm. who heads up MTG Goldfish, mm. saying something like, "Wizards could, uh, wizards could print a a one mana instant that reads destroy all lands named Urza's Tower, Urza's Mine, mm -hmm. Urza's Power Plant, <laughs> uh, and Tron would still see play." Yeah. Yeah, Tron seems pretty powerful. Yeah. Um, anyways, any other MH2 cards? There was one I was I looked at that's new uh, that we didn't talk about last week was the Rogue one. Dithy? Oh, Dalfi. Dalfi. Um, and I've actually, I don't know about this card anymore, so I've been thinking about this in my Rogue's Anna 1 EDH deck. Yeah, so it costs black, black for a 2-mana value Rogue, and it's a 3-2 creature. Yeah, it's a 3-2 creature with shadow. Shadow means it can block or be blocked only by creatures with shadow. So it's pretty pretty decent. It reads, if a card would be put into an opponent's graveyard from anywhere, exile it with a void counter instead, and you can tap the void walker and sacrifice it to play an exiled card for free. So yeah, it's an interesting one because it is good, but the fact that it exiles all the cards that I mill can be a bit of a downside because I do play cards like Into the Story and Jan the Luck, uh, cards that care about how many number of cards are in your graveyard. So it, I guess it is good in the sense that you're not you're not going to be forever exiling the cards. There's just a couple of them because mm -hmm. um, you're going to be sacrificing it. So I guess it's probably it's probably a pickup. I think it's yeah. a, I think it's pretty high upside to it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, playing one thing for free. Yeah, I I, I, get, I agree. Really yeah, it also. Um, I just shits all over uh, graveyard strategies. That's true. Yeah, like big time. If if 
a card would be put into an opponent's graveyard from anywhere. Instead, exile it. Yeah, so Jordan yeah, in our Jordan. player group plays Golgari, Jared, Lich, mm-hmm. Lord, yeah. King, Guy. Yeah, we have Taser Carlo. I mean, it was sort of those words in different order. <laughs> yeah, just type in those words, you'll find out. <laughs> uh, we have a Taser Carlo deck. Um, we have yeah. Self Mill. Uh, and Self Mill? Actually, wouldn't this work against your rogues decks? Because your rogues decks, when, when, when you attack players, they mill. And if mm-hmm. they mill a creature, you draw a card, right? Yeah. Instead of milling, the cards get exiled. It replaces that effect. Is that how it works? If that's I the case, so. then I don't think you can play it. Can yeah. I? If an yeah. opponent... Would... If a card would be put into an opponent's graveyard from anywhere, instead exile it. Yeah. So I exactly. think then it, it technically doesn't get milled, it just goes straight to exile. Right, okay. So we'll have to look at that. But, if that's the case, that yeah. can't be played, because the commander mm-hmm. is based around milling. Yeah. So this single card um, kind of shuts down Everyone's <laughs> most deck. of our play group. Yeah, kind of, get it. <laughs> kind of ruins wind grace a little bit. You like your yeah. lands in your graveyard. Um. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, don't don't get it. My storm deck revolves a lot around the graveyard, yeah, yeah, with flashback and escape yeah. and things. They play a lot so. of graveyard decks, huh? Graveyard <laughs> decks are fun. They are fun. Yeah, this and this card just shuts it all down. I'm gonna build a mono white anti graveyard deck. Mono decks. white anti graveyard. <laughs> yeah, main board, rest in peace. Yeah, main board, <laughs> <laughs> like apostle, purifying light. So. Okay, uh, I, I wanted to talk about some of the other things I've noticed in Modern Horizons, but mm-hmm. first I want to ask you guys what your general impressions of the set are. I mean, it's a very high-powered set, of course. Um, lots of expensive, lots yeah. of powerful cards in there, which is always exciting. Full spoiler is out now, right? Yeah, full spoiler's out. In fact, is the set out? Yeah, I think the set's out. The set. Is you it? can play the set, yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, okay. I'm a little bit behind <laughs> oh, on the we're news We're not very there. good, are we? No. Nah. Um, but yeah, what are you guys... Like, what are your general impressions of this set? Well, so I don't play Modern, so, but I know it has had a big impact on Modern. Like, mm. it's got Counterspell, which is definitely just the best card. to like, Best Counterspell card. <laughs> um, it's got... You know, it, it is very different and meta-changing from Modern, because that's what the set is designed to do. Yeah. Um, but like as a player myself who plays Commander, plays Pauper, and, and mostly Standard and Historic, I mean, I'm not... I guess I'm not too invested in it, I would say. It doesn't mm-hmm. affect me that much. The only things are possible cards for EDH and like reprints and things like that. Um, like Quirion Ranger and like Titania, uh, Zurin Orb, etc. Yeah. yeah, so personally I'm not too bothered about the set, and... Other than that, like from a diff- from from not my standpoint, I can see that it's a really powerful set. And it's a really cool set as well. Mm-hmm. Lots of cool cards. Lots of it is a, it is a little bit wild, a bit of a crazy one. Like there's there's no real sort of theme to it. I would say there's a bit of an affinity theme, or there is just some affinity cards that I don't know. That they, they, they kind of just went buck wild with it, didn't they? They did. Yeah. <laughs> you, so you're talking about themes there. There are so many keywords yeah, in this lots. set and like it's such a wide variety it, and i really like it mm-hmm. like there are some wild ones that like we've got split second back in this set mm-hmm. we've got storm on several mono green cards yeah in this set <laughs> well that's um, the thing like we've got shadow coming back mm-hmm. in Dathi. we've got wizard cycling <laughs> is, is being put <laughs> in this set um Artifact land cycling, I don't think has ever seen been seen. Yeah, before. I don't think I've we've seen got that suspend before. being reprinted. Like there is loads of 
really old and not seen for a long time keywords yeah. that are being reprinted. And I actually really like it. Uh, it is absolutely, it, it's a bonkers set. It's one of the most bonkers non-silver bordered sets bonkers. that I think we've seen. Yeah, like it is a cool set. I think the Adventures Forgotten Realm spoilers start soon. I think in a couple days. Or is it July 8th? I can't remember. Doesn't it come out like late July? Yes. So probably a so few weeks. A bit, bit longer. Probably a yeah. couple of weeks lo- left. I really like um, Ornithopter of Paradise as well. <laughs> yeah, the um, Birds of Paradise, but as an Ornithopter. <laughs> as an artifact, yeah. Which I legitimately might play. Yeah, it's a two-mana add one of any colour. Yeah, it's a two-mana. It, it, it counts as an artifact. It's a good flying blocker. So zero two. Zero two. So it's you know it's a, okay, not good. Kind of it's an okay blind blocker, and then it adds one mana of any color, which is yeah. I I I don't know. I don't know. It's probably too slow. For is it a common deck? Uh, yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, maybe maybe it could be played in Affinity. I don't know. It ramps you, yeah. but then sort of all of your artifacts. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just affinity. cool, like it is like cool. Ornithopter of Paradise. Yeah, it, and this is what I mean. Like it seems like a sort of light-hearted fun. Um, yeah, there's no real attention to like the what's it? What is it when it's like a movie and there's like a continuity? Continuity. I would say there's not a whole lot of attention to continuity, which makes it fun mm. because obviously they do that with standard sets. You know, they make sure things are like make sense with the lore and 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 stuff like that yeah. but yeah with this set you know you have the really long worded card and they kind of just had fun with it I think yeah, which Asmo. is cool yeah which Asmo is that, is that the short version yeah that's what people are calling it Asmo um, I like I some of the, lame. the, the <laughs> old art too you so call it by the whole name on some I don't know what exactly the terminology is but on some of the alternate versions of the cards it's kind of like a concept version of the artwork with a kind of washed out border yeah it looks and a then bit yeah. they've replaced the flavour text with what looks like a piece of the uh, the art direction. So um, we've got so on Ether Sworn Sphinx here, uh, the flavor text has been replaced on the alt version with intent. Most esper most esper sphinxes have minimal filigree enhancement, but this sphinx has been extremely enhanced. And so it's it's that's the a little note yeah. on the uh, the kind of the art direction that was given to the artist um, and then it looks like the artwork is concept art rather than the completed art or, or kind of like a work in progress I really I think that's cool I think it's that's really decent, cool yeah. I love stuff like that so is that all of the spoilers you wanted to talk about Josh anything else Modern Horizons related um, none that come to mind okay cool let's play a game <laughs> the game is I'm going to find a random MH2 card, mm-hmm. read out the name, and then mm. you guys have to guess what it is. You have to partake as well. No, so what? my follow-up was going to be, to save myself embarrassment, <laughs> I'm going to pick all the cards. As a democracy, I vote we... We just said that it wasn't a de- democracy and I'm an MTG dictator, so... Yeah, but <laughs> the, for a democracy to form, there has to be a dictator. That's not true. No, <laughs> but a democracy can you be formed. You don't have to start with a dictator to overrule. Okay, yeah, you can't go me. straight in with a. Yeah. Well, with a democracy. generally, I'll do one. Let's overthrow the king. Gosh. I'll let you guys try. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Okay, you start. Yeah. Okay. This is this is how I would try. Um, Josh, strike it rich, Sarah. What do you think that does? <laughs> 
I think it gives you a treasure. Okay. You you've got the card up and just no, I am googling it, but it hasn't come up yet. So the treasure thing was actually you can't just search or strike <laughs> you can it. Rich. Google it. Okay, there you go, guys. I got it right, so I'm gonna. So now you're. I'm gonna stop now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what would you like? Best of three. No, so not get not getting it right, right first. first. Like I go, so you do one for me, and if I get it, I don't know, because we're probably just gonna get it wrong. <laughs> yeah. So we'll let's work just together. start and see we'll what work happens. Together on it. Let's just start and see what happens. You can't. Look at it. Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> have them up. Okay, let me scroll. You can have them and stop. Stop. Okay, Tavern Scoundrel. Okay, tavern so scoundrel. Tavern Scoundrel, I think that's green or red. Scoundrel sounds like black, though. You have to pick mm. one unless you're saying green and red. You yeah, can't. so you have to pick okay. colours. Okay, all, all right. Colors. So, yeah, first let's do, let's do colours. So, taverns in MTG usually... You have, like, Edgewell and Keeper. Yeah, you, typically in green. There are a couple of different, like, in tavern-related. But what if tavern scoundrels scoundrel... are going to be either red or black. What if it's, like, a rat card? What if it's, like, a tavern scoundrel, like a scoundrel in a tavern? Mm. So a rat, it's, like a black. it would be black. I thought right. scoundrel really implies the colour black. I don't know, though. Yeah, that, I think it could be red or black. But let's It go could be black. red because it might be a pirate. Let's go with black. Okay. Black. Is it black? Are you going to tell us? Or... We'll get to the end. Oh, we have to do the whole card. Okay. okay. So then so, you say the card that you think is, and I'll tell you how much you got right. So yeah, I think it could be a pirate or a rogue. Yeah, definitely a creature. Mm-hmm. Tavern scoundrel. I think we can go with pirate. I think that's a safe bet. Yeah. There's a couple of pirates in modern mm-hmm. Horizons too, so... What do you think its stats are? So I reckon it's probably an offensive creature. Yeah. So I'm going to go with like a 2-1 or a 3-1. Probably not very beefy, so... I'll, I'd say 32. Okay, so it's a black... Pirate? Yeah, Black. like or a rogue. No, you have to pick one. You can't just say or. <laughs> Otherwise, you're not guessing, are you? Tavern Scoundrel doesn't okay. sound like a rogue. It sounds more like a pirate. Okay, fine. So, Black Pirate. Um, it doesn't sound very powerful. 3 2 no. is pretty average. Maybe, maybe 2 1 or 3 1. I reckon it's pretty. I reckon it's a small creature. Small I think creature. two one. Okay, so two one black pirate. Yes. Do you think it has any abilities? Oh, see that, the abilities one's hard. Yeah. Because there's just so many. Yeah. If it did have an ability, so it, it could be a vanilla creature, uh, but if it did have an ability, then tavern scoundrel would do maybe something. So I think maybe make a food. Oh, okay. There are some food cards. Yeah. So maybe it's something to do with food and it's a scoundrel, so something to do with... Sacrificing food? Or, yeah, maybe it could be something like sacrifice the food, tap something, or gain control of something. Okay. Gain control is powerful. So. Yeah, I was going to say, tap um, something is blue as well. Yeah. Tap and scoundrel. I reckon when it enters the battlefield, make a food. That's what I would go for. Tap and scoundrel... I think it's something like Tavern Scoundrel, when it deals combat damage to a player, it creates a food and it has first strike. Okay. You're entirely wrong. Nice. Good. The, Good start. The alternatives you gave were right. So it is red and it mm. is a human rogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, it is not, uh, it's a 1 3, so it's. Oh god, you already are. <laughs> and its ability is whenever you win a coin flip, create true two treasure tokens and you can pay one and tap it to sacrifice another permanent which allows you to flip a coin. Yeah. 
I remember this flipper card Flipper coin? Yeah. yeah, there's a lot Crazy. of flipper coin. I remember in... this card now. Yeah, RNGs. We so, were never going to get that. No, but you've <laughs> yeah. got... The, the, things you decided, is... the things you decided not to go for were right. You said yeah. black or red, you said pirate. Yeah, it's kind of like, based on the for. name, how would I design the card, mm. is yeah. what I'm thinking. Like, I think the, the, the way this game is going to work is we're not really going to realistically get one no. right. No, but, but it's, it's fun. It's a creative yeah, it's way fun, yeah. to play. Yeah. So let's okay. go for another one. So, okay, tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. Tide Shaper. Tide shape. I feel like that's I know this card. Is that the incarnation? I know, I know what this card does. Do you? Yeah. I don't think I do. Go on, you do. Tide yeah. shaper. I feel like tide is a good clue on color. I'm assuming it's blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it the incarnation one? Because if it is, no. then no. Oh, it's not the no. incarnation. You're one. thinking of subtlety, I think. Oh, okay, yeah, that one. Okay, tide shaper. It sounds like a really big creature, like, like a whale. I'm gonna go with like a. Seven mana, like five blue blue. Am I? Is this right? I'm so glad if this right. Most whales are like that. So I'm gonna go like five blue blue. Seven seven, no six seven. And you think it's a whale? And I think it's a whale. And any ability when you use it. Tide shaper. When it enters the battlefield. Most water-based uh, abilities are always tapping things down. Aren't yeah, they? like tap. Yeah. Target creature. Maybe that's what I'm just going to go with. I'm tap target or, creature. Or bouncing. Okay. Well, it is a one mana one one. <laughs> <laughs> what? How are they shaping tides? It's it's a merfolk wizard, and it has kicker one, and when it enters the battlefield, if it was tide kicked, shape, target land shaper. becomes an island for as long as Tide Shaper remains That's in the battlefield. <laughs> and it gets plus one, plus one, as long as an opponent controls an island. That sounds like a whale. That's yeah. a good flavourful card. Like the, yeah. the ability. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's fine, I'm just showing that. Yeah. Tide Shaper, one mana, one, one, yeah. Okay. You were half right cool. thinking it was a fish, since it's a merfolk. Yes. Yeah. Hard. I, I mean, like the name was, is Tide yeah, Shaper. Yeah, that was the obvious part. <laughs> it's not going to be a pirate well, actually it could be, yeah, be it's not going to yeah. be like a, tide shaper sounds like a, whale. a dog like waker of waves or something yeah you know yeah that's fair yeah, actually exactly. that's a good comparison that's all right that's where mine came okay in. let's go again stop smell fear smell fear that's a weird name for a card okay that sounds like a sorcery or instant smell yes um I think it's yeah. I think it's a sorcery or an instant. I'm gonna go with sorcery. Yeah, it doesn't seem it, like a creature. I reckon it's to do. So I think it could be something like give all of your creatures fear until end of turn. Okay. Um, so they can't be blocked or something like that. Uh, it. I don't think it's a kill spell. Or maybe smell fit. But I mean, maybe it's like a, you know, like an alertness to fear. So it's like. But then smell seems like it's like a creature kind of thing, like a rat smelling fear or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there are two ways you could interpret this. You could be mm -hmm. like a, it could be a white spell, yeah, which is like which is danger. telling, yeah, <laughs> telling it's like you're you're casting it so that you can smell fear. But then the smell uh, but thing I, doesn't I seem think, like a white. No, yeah. I, yeah, I think it's a black spell for sure. Uh, a black sorcery, something to do with. Uh, Preventing your creatures from being blocked. That's my guess. Yeah, I would go the same. We got sorcery, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's green. It's green, okay. It has proliferate. Mm -hmm. And it is target creature you control fights up to one target creature you don't control. Oh, okay. Wait, so, what That's other fight mm -hmm. spells? You've got rabid bite, prey upon. Mm -hmm. They're all green, though. Yeah. 
but um, smell out fear. muscle. Smell fear doesn't smell. seem to fit that, I don't think. No, no. I think it's it? a weird name for a card, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, that's an unusual Weird one. name for a fight spell as well. And proliferate. What does that have to do with it? Yeah. <laughs> this is fun, but it's pretty tough. Mm. I want to get on right. It's interesting. going to keep going until we get it right. I wonder if it's fun to listen to. Let us know at Top Deck Insight. <laughs> Yeah, all these, these these guys are like, I know what this card does. So this yeah. is a really stupid conversation. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, nested Shambler. Green. All right, that's green. Or it could be black. Nested Shambler. Shamblers are normally used in place of the word zombie in magic. Okay. Yeah, like skeletons or something. Maybe it's green shamblers. black. But then I think of like Swarming Shambler, which is the green. Is that what it's called? I guess I might be thinking Swarm about Shambler. shambling skeleton. <laughs> I don't know. So it could be a skeleton or a zombie. Or nested... Or an insect. Sh- nested has got to be green. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's probably more I likely I think it's going to be insect. like a one-mana green creature. Nested Shambler. One-mana green... What creature? Insect. Insect. Okay. Stats? It's weak. One-one. One-two. <laughs> Any abilities? Nested Shambler. Yes. Uh, so if it had an ability, it would be... I think there's something to do with counters. Mm-hmm. Maybe proliferate or something. No, I think no, something... Proliferate's OP. So because it's nested, that makes me think it makes a token. That um, makes sense. Because... Like nesting dragons. Nest. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to say it has something to do with making tokens. I'm going to say it has something to do with counters. Okay. So you're kind of right, kind of wrong. I think the advice I'm going to give you guys is to go with your first answer <laughs> because it is a black zombie. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so don't question yourself so much. Uh, it is a 1-1. One, one, and when it dies, you create X tapped 1-1 one, one green squirrel okay. creature tokens where X is nested shambler's power. So we got black and green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So guys, and it does make tokens. It does yeah. make tokens. That was a pretty good one. Right. That was, that was, yeah, that, that Go was pretty with good. your first idea because that has been right both times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you always talk me out of it, Sam. I know. <laughs> you, you talk me out of the right answer. I apologise. <laughs> okay, that was pretty good. Okay. That one's a cool one. It's mm. a pretty cool card. Yeah, actually, thinking about it. But it's the squirrels. Mr. Chambler. So I like how squirrels is like Golgari. That seems like the weirdest colours. <laughs> I like squirrels should just be yeah, like... Because they're, they're mostly pure green, but they also have an evil side. Yeah, <laughs> which makes sense. Yeah. Okay, you might know what this one is. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Break the Ice. Oh, I yeah, know I, that know, one. I know what that card does. Yeah, I, I figured you would, Sammy. Break the Ice. Mm. Is it is it like a pun one of those pun cards to do with like breaking the ice? <laughs> I feel like it is, isn't it? So if it is, uh, so I can think of some other cards that make this make sense. Uh, and I'm wondering whether you'll whether you'll make the connection. Yeah, I can't really make any connections. I can't think of what this card would do. I would want to say it's blue, but I don't think it is. Because ice is that way blue. Yeah. Yeah. But I I doubt it's, it's breaking. It is ice. breaking the ice. Yeah. Maybe green. So I think that Break the Ice as a card is similar to some of the kind of, I want to say like showbiz sounding cards, mm-hmm. like you see in in Rakdos, like Skewer the Critics, okay, and uh, and Captive Audience. Break the Ice. Um, it's a Rakdos <laughs> kind of a pun. Um, although I think Magic does do a lot of puns. Yeah, no, I think they do it in all colors. In all colors. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I can't, I, I can't think of what this one would be. I'll, I'll have to give up. Give up. Okay. Yeah, that one's quite hard. Break the ice. So this is actually a good card. Yeah. I think it's a black black for a sorcery mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Um, destroy all lands. N- no. Target land. So it's oh, destroy, destroy target lands. land that is snow or could produce colorless. Okay. And it has overload uh, oh. for four oh, that and is two really black. Good. Yeah. So that actually is uh, probably oh, one of the I, first I cards. I picked that card out against um, Eldrazi. That's, so yeah. that's why yeah. I looked at it and I was like, oh, I feel like we'd have talked about this mm-hmm. because it will be good have, in Eldrazi. Yeah. It's good against Eldrazi. I don't know how good it is against Tron. It's a, it's a genuinely good reason to not play Snowlands mm. in modern, yeah. which is a big deal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, actually an interesting card, which is why I knew what it did. Is it a <laughs> rare? It's a rare, surely, isn't it? Uh, it's an uncommon. Okay, it's an uncommon. Hmm. Yeah, I, I remember that one now, because I was like, yeah, this would be cool against Eldrazi. Okay. It is weird how the mana base for that deck works, because it's five colour, but it's colourless. So yeah, it's like, that's why know? I built it. I thought it was really weird. Yeah. Like, it's a five colour, colourless deck. How, um, like, how do you know which lands to play? Like, do you play a lot of coloured lands? You kind of yeah, do. I do. I, 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 well, I have a few lands. So I only really add lands that tap for as many colours as possible, yeah. I think. And same with the mana rocks. I do play a lot of dual mana rocks. Mm. But that's because like green is the most important colour, yeah. I think, for fetching your other lands. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, 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 a really, it's a really hard deck to build a mana base for. Yeah. Anyway, next one. Do you want an easy one? Nah. No, you don't want a little give yourself a little All right, all right. Go, for, go for an easy one. Echoing Return. I don't know. <laughs> is it a flicker so, spell? Or it's it's, it's got to it be a bounce spell. Bounce spell. Like a two mana, one yeah. blue. And I think echo might be a keyword. Echoing return. Oh, yeah. So it might be... Is it like ephemerate? It that might, have it? It's got to be blue and an instant. I think you can you can cast it and then you can like cast it again next turn or yeah, something. Yeah, so return target creature to its owner's hand and then either like, rebound or echo or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm going to say it has like rebound. No. Oh, oh, shoot. I mean, I feel like this is obvious what it is, but then I'm looking at the card, so I feel like that's unfair. What, what is it? So Go on. it's one black for a sorcery to return target creature card and all other oh, cards okay. with the same name as that card from your graveyard to your hand. Okay. That's, yeah. yeah, that's clever. That makes more sense. That makes sense. Yeah, when you said blue, I was like, but then I do, that also does make sense. So mm. I don't know if it's because I can see the card, mm. but I feel like it's obviously black. It's easy when you can see the answers. Well, do you want to have a go? No, I like being the <laughs> quiz master. Quiz master. I feel like it's my calling. The quiz host. The quiz host. Okay. Okay. Oh, she's cool. But Let's go good. for one more, I suppose. Yeah, should we do one more? One more. <laughs> Chitter spitter. Chitter's bitter. That one's a squirrel one, isn't it? That's a squirrel one, yeah. That's funny. An artifact, technically. Is it? It's but squirrel? It, it makes squirrels. Oh, squirrel on the art, yeah. yeah. Squirrel card. Chitter's um, bitter. Okay. It's like a machine that like pumps out squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> machine gun squirrel. The chitter's bitter. That's funny. I think that would be your name if you were a squirrel and a rap artist. <laughs> <laughs> like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. Chitter Spitter. In the that, house. That would be the like the alternate band name. The Chitter Spitters. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in all pop songs, in all like really heavily like 
classic pop song. Mm-hmm. You always have that rap breakdown. Yeah. And it would be the Cheer Spitters. <laughs> Just that Break one down. rap verse. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. It's funny. Okay. Let's see. Endurance. That would be one of the endurances incarnation, incarnation right? for yeah. sure. Yeah, sounds it's, like it's, it. It's yeah, so similar to like subtlety and which one would anger. it be though? Green, endurance. Oh yeah, green. green. Yeah, okay. yeah, super green. Green incarnation. Um, what That's does it. it do? Endurance. What would that do? Oh, I think I actually remember this card now. It could so give I, things I more say. toughness. Or gain new life. Yeah, those, I, I, those I vaguely remember what this card does, so I'll let you do this one. Okay, so I reckon it could give your things... It's something related to toughness. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be recursion. I don't think it's going to be regenerate. It could be regenerate from a flavour perspective, but that would be way too powerful, I think. Um, so I'm going to go with... Yeah, that's what I remembered. I'm going to go with it manipulating the toughness of your creatures in some way. Nope. <laughs> nope. And it'll have Evoke, right? Yeah, it has Evoke. Yeah, it has Evoke. It is green. It is an incarnation. Are they all elemental incarnations? Yes. Um, did you guess its stats? No. 4-4. Four, four. Close. 3-4. Um, it has Flash and Reach, and when it enters the battlefield, up to one target player puts all the cards from their graveyard onto the bottom of their library in a random order. That's a really sense. weird card. It's weird mechanically. It makes sense it from make a flavor sense for green, perspective. Though. No, green no, no, that is a green thing. We were like Loaming Shaman. Oh, yeah, that's uh, true. It does yeah. the same thing, and, and yeah, you have a few, few other ways to do that in green. I guess so, yeah, never um, mind. From a flavour perspective, I think that makes sense, because endurance magic battles are, like, in to terms of law, are a battle between planeswalkers, and your mm. deck is mm. your brain. <laughs> Almost, yes. your mind of spells, so, gotta endure. so you can endure the battle. Okay. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool. It's a good one. Okay, well, I don't really know how well you guys did. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah. No, we just kind of knew. Not news. as good as me. <laughs> you Googled it. You Googled I the card. I guessed treasure before I Googled you it. You guessed one word on it. More than you guys did. No, we've guessed like one yeah. thing from each card. Yeah, and then you picked the other thing. Yes, <laughs> and maybe you would have done the same if you didn't Google the yeah, card. Yeah, you might have. Fine. Give me one. All right, okay. <laughs> Um, and I'm if gonna... I get it wrong, I'll just cut this bit out. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, here's one. Jewel-eyed cobra. Green. Snake or cobra, whatever type they are. Three, two. And it... You see twice. Yeah, jewel eyed cobra. Isn't that just jewel eyed? Oh, like jewel. <laughs> jewels. I like, it was like, like, like sapphires. I was like, oh, this cobra has two eyes. <laughs> two eyed cobra. Two eyed cobra? <laughs> uh, is treasure in green? Not really. But like, jewels are treasures. Single nosed cobra. Makes a treasure. I don't think that's right, but I can't think mm. of anything else. It's actually a really good guess. Uh, you did really well. So it is uh, It is green. Mm. It is a 3-1. You guessed 3-2. Mm. It is a snake, because that is the creature type. Um, it has death touch, because okay. it's cobra. Uh, when sense. it dies, you make a treasure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so good at this. Mm. That one's easy. Psh, you're just saying that. Um, we should probably wrap it up, right? Yeah. Okay, so... We'll have to save the other formats for another episode. I feel another like we've episode. teased this for about four weeks now. I know, yeah. We will get there, guys. We'll get there. 
We're just having so much fun playing There's games. just a lot of magic news. Yeah, there is. and So yeah, much constant. Con- so constantly. Much endless. Constant never content. stopping. Content. Content all the time. Forever. Magic content. Cool. Yes. That's the outro. Yep. That's it. <laughs> Let's go play some magic. Yeah.